BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Verona Palace, right across the river and through the woods from where Grandma loves that moon rock strawberry melon in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, directed traffic, some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do that. All my friends that come around, fight to fight to party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown, what a mess, it's time to tell my brain splattered all over Manhattan. Should it be check out? Ooh, woo, woo. I think I might have caught something from Keith. It's on a rocky road, but I like it, like it. Yes, I do, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell, along with Carver High Mafia, running it with Ty Stick Jones and Omaha BVLB at Kansas City Mo. At LTN, a birthday roll call on a terrible towel Tuesday. Matt Olson, the Braves' new first baseman, 28. Ryan Khalil, 37. My boy, Justin Tuck, a good friend, 39. Jennifer Capriati, 46. Alex Ochoa, 50. Big Cat Williams, 54. Brian Jordan, 55. Double Nichols, Billy Bean, 60. Earl Campbell, Hall of Fame legend, 67, Walt Clyde Frazier, Hall of Famer legend, 77, and my uh, good buddy, Denny McLean, the last 30-game winner, 78 today for Denny McLean. Love you, Denny. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, yeah. The NFL says all teams must have a minority offensive coach expanding the Rooney rule to include women. Uh, just a, a note, uh, the Rooney rule has never worked once. I mean, it just never works. It's just that they're constantly tweaking it, and it just never works, does it? Mike Tomlin, excited to have Trubisky in Pittsburgh. We got him for you. NFL owners change the overtime rule for the postseason. Both teams will get a chance with the ball. We also have Tomlin talking about overtime rules. We got Bob Kraft on the show today, Bill Belichick on the show today. The Pats signed uh, Jabril Peppers to win your deal. Dolphins coach Mike McDaniel on the show today talking about the rumors about Tom Brady going to the Dolphins. It's ridiculous. And Kyle Shanahan says training Jimmy G has been delayed due to the shoulder surgery at this point. Looks like he might stay on the Niners for the time being. And he's not naming a starting quarterback either. The Saints signed Andy Dalton, six mil. Uh, Taysom Hill is going to be a tight end. Jerry Jones asked the court to dismiss the paternity case, cites 
alleged extortion attempt by the plaintiff coach Young joins us to talk NBA rack this very hour. Albert Pujol says this will be his last season. He's doing it in St. Louis with his beloved Cardinals. Twin signed Chris Archer. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on Chris Archer, Carver High. Honestly, I'll start swearing. Don't, don't talk to me about Chris Archer. Veteran Chris Archer to a one-year deal. Bet that'll go well for the Twins. When his arm falls off, Evan Longorio missed the opening day for the Giants. Need surgery to repair a ligament in his finger. And we got odds for the best record, worst record, odds to hit the most home runs all today on C2C. Heat beat the Kings by 23. Jimmy Buckets on the show. Knicks beat the Bulls by five. Alex Burks would have a dagger three for the Knicks. DeMar DeRozan, confident the Bulls will finish strong. I'm not as confident. The Raptors come back to beat the Celtics in overtime. How about the Celtics played no one at all, and they still almost won the game. We welcome all of our radio affiliates to Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Good to have you with us. And uh, Pascal Siakam had 40, his fourth career 40-10 game. As many as DeRozan and Carter had as Raptors combined. Siakam on the show today. So is Marcus Smart. Uh, Robert Williams of Celtics has a torn meniscus. He's going to miss several weeks. Nuggets beat the Hornets 113-109. Triple-double for Joker. Uh, I thought he'd have a triple-double yesterday on Coast to Coast, and he did. Now everyone's saying he's going to win the MVP. Uh, flavor of the day. Now he's the MVP, and Embiid has no chance whatsoever. Embiid said Simmons' drama was draining. Says it didn't, um, you know, help having that going on all season long. But it didn't stop him from dealing and dominating. And now he's been washed as the MVP. They refuse to give this guy the MVP. I'm certain of that. They just refuse to give it to him. Guy scores 30 a night, and he's not going to get the MVP. That's unbelievable to me. Uh, It's racist is what it is. Uh, Cavs beat the Magic 107-101. Kevin Love says the Cavs have to win ugly sometimes. How about win once a month? Would that be a a good deal? Trey Young was 16 dimes last night for the Hawks. We get into all your uh, NBA plus Devin Booker named the West Player of the Week. And uh, Jeremy Grant done for the year in the East. It was Tatum as Player of the Week. Suns 45-0 when leading after three quarters. Paul George close to returning with his elbow problem. AD goes through a full practice for the first time with the Lakers. Still doubtful for tonight. LeBron won't play either. We got all of tonight's games. And what about tomorrow? Plus, we'll get into the NHL. Canes beat the Caps 6-1. Blues over the Canucks 4-1. Sabres rally to beat the Blackhawks 6-5. And we got it all for you. Oilers over the Coyotes. Dreisaitl scored his 48. Kraken beat the Kings 6-1. That's embarrassing for L.A. at home. The owner of the Senators, Eugene Melnick, passed away. We got all your odds for the East-West. Tonight's games, break it all down, make you some money. Today in sports history will be happening as well. We got a great show for you today. Tiger Woods practicing at Augusta National. We'll get into Final Four stats, odds. Plus, we got legend Butch Lee of Marquette and the NBA. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. just we hate each other in terms of teams and everything right like so he uh loves the islanders and the bills and i love the penguins and the steelers so we hate each other there and then i love ronaldo he hates him uh it's it just it never ends it just never ends so i'm watching this uh portugal uh, macedonia uh this this eliminator for the world cup whoever loses goes home whoever wins goes to the world cup and I mean, it is as good as it gets, right? Today, like I got this action going on. This to me is like, you know, uh, it's like the Final Four uh, because you win, you lose, you go home, right? Like so, I think the World Cup is the greatest sporting event in the world, bar none. I, I literally put it at the top of everything, and then uh, you know, it, it it literally for me goes Stanley Cup, uh, Final Four, then the NFL playoffs. I got I got to tell you, there's there's nothing like the Stanley Cup playoffs. And the first weekend of the NCAA tournament is better than sex. So I didn't want to hear it. Uh, and then I'm watching this today, and I know your boy over here, Carver High, is rooting against my boy, uh, the Billiones Ronaldo. He's already had one chance, missed by a foot on the, a right post with a beautiful rifle from the left side, uh, missed by a foot. So this is a great game. You know he's going to score in this game, right? Uh, can we get in game? Will he score? Can you get me on there? Jump on the book. Let's get a let's get one going. Prop boat well, city. Let's go in the lagoon. Let, let me tell you how it's worked with him so far. He was minus two thirty to score a goal today against North Macedonia. So clearly no goals yet, and they're just about twenty minutes in or whatever it is. So it on the live number, Scotty, it goes down like every minute that nobody scores a goal. So he started at minus two thirty. He's now at minus one forty five. My hope is we keep this scoreless until the half. We get ourselves finally a plus number on Ronaldo, and then we jump on it for the second half. We go and take Ronaldo to score a goal. So we need him to stay out of the net here until the half. And, then, and I've softened on him since he left Real Madrid. I don't mind him as much playing for Manchester United. I had a bigger problem with him and Messi both being in La Liga. I couldn't stand it every year. They were so good. Now I'm a little softer on Ronaldo. I don't mind him as much, but I would love to see North Macedonia do it again today and send Portugal home. I think he's miserable at Man U, even though he loves being at Man U. I think he's uh, uh, uncomfortable with how it's played out because they are so kind of 
They're, they're on the top half, but they just still don't matter. Uh, it's true. Uh, that's the problem. They can't break through uh, that top with Liverpool and Manchester City. And I think Ronaldo thought they were going to do that when he went there. Uh, just unlucky for him. So we will keep our eyes on this, Scotty, throughout coast to coast today. Right. And we are going to wait for a good live number to jump on Ronaldo to score a goal against North Macedonia. We will start with the NFL. Of course, we have the annual owners meetings going on down in Florida. A lot of rule changes coming about. NFL says all teams must add minority offensive coaches, expands the Rooney rule to include women. I think you said it perfectly at the start. Uh, the rules never work to begin with. Now you just add more pieces to it. It still won't work. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm bored with this. Uh, we've been talking about this yes. since I've known you. And every year it's the same thing. A bunch of hot air. They blow smoke uh, that they're going to do all these things. And uh, what they do is they circumvent them. They just go right around the rules. They'll bring in their token interviewer two, three, four, and they have no intentions of hiring anyone uh, of color, uh, minorities. Uh, but, you know, look, I, I give uh, Tomlin credit, as you know, every year. Uh, I'm amazed at what he's done in Pittsburgh. People hate him. Uh, I think they hate him because he's black. Uh, because I love him because he wins. Uh, I love him because I, I think he's a badass. I love him because he's got stones. Uh, I love him because yesterday was the first time I ever saw him laugh in like 10 years. Uh, the guy's all business and he's 15 years and a goal. Portugal at the 31st minute with a rocket in the box. One nothing in the Macedonian goalie may have pooped his skivvies. But I think that um, your boy uh, Tomlin, what he did for Flores, here's Flores suing the league for racism. And Tomlin went out and gave him a job. And I think uh, he didn't do it because he felt sorry for him. He did it because he knew he wasn't going to get a HUD coaching job now. And he could take advantage of how great a coach Flores is for his defense and everything that they're doing in Pittsburgh. Uh, I love all these people that keep telling me that the Steelers are going to suck and they're going to finish in last place. Here's news for you. The Steelers never suck and they never finish in last place. Uh, and all they do is win and go to the playoffs. They shouldn't have been in the playoffs this year and they still went. So hate us all you want. It's like everybody hates the Pharrell Ballers. Hate us all you want. And we're back in our 20th championship game. Hate me all you want. Last night, they were all cheering against us. And then we won, and I just kept going, go ahead and hate us. Go ahead. We like being hated. I'd rather be hated than disliked. But I like what Tomlin did hiring Flores. And the Steelers are the only ones that uh, seem to follow the rules, the Rooney rules. So uh, my hat's off to Tomlin and the Steelers. Everyone else in the NFL is a, a liar and a thief. And before we get Tomlin's thoughts on the other big rule change today in the NFL, let's first, Scotty, hear him talking about your new quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky. Tomlin, very excited to have Mitch in Pittsburgh. We really were attracted to his upside. Um, he's young and experienced. He's won, to be quite honest with you. He's probably won more than anybody else that was kind of in the field. He didn't cost us any draft capital. It allowed us to maintain all our picks, and you guys know how we feel about building our team through the draft. And so there was a lot of things about him that was attractive to us. Listen, uh, I think this move is brilliant, and everybody else thinks he sucks. Uh, I think they're going to be in for an absolute rude awakening. 
You loved him in Buffalo. If anything happened to Allen, you were all comfortable with him as your quarterback. Now he's in Pittsburgh. I think he's going to do very well. I thought it was a shrewd move, and it cost him next to nothing. They got him basically for free, if you ask me. Uh, they certainly did. That was one of the great reasons why they picked him up, and I think he'll be very good in Pittsburgh. The big rule change, the overtime rule, Scotty. They finally approved today that in the postseason only, both teams will get a chance with the ball. Of course, this is everybody was crying about this after the Bills lost to the Chiefs in the playoffs this year, although the Bills really lost because they allowed them to score with 13 seconds left. Let's hear Tomlin's thoughts on it, Scotty. He preferred it stayed the way it was. I'm a traditionalist. Um, I don't want to have to stand in front of my team at the most significant moment in the game and explain to them how and why it's different or remind those guys of the rules. And so the, 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 the more closely that we can remain to, to continual football, um, I'm going to be in alignment with that. Um, when you start talking about rule changes and, and the way that the game is played structurally based on that time period, that's, that's probably when I get quiet and move away from the discussion. I mean, fair enough. Look, it is what it is. Uh, I got to be honest with you. Uh, this is all because of the Chiefs-Bills game. That, that's what this is about. And uh, they, they didn't like it. And, you know, I, I go back to what I said. Uh, the, the Bills blew it. In 13 seconds, they blew it. It had nothing to do with overtime. Uh, I agree with you, of course. Uh, later on, Scotty, we have more NFL, including Patriots owner Robert Kraft, who, believe it or not, all, despite all the winning they've done for 20-plus years, does not like that they haven't done any of the last three. We'll hear from Kraft later, Belichick, Mike McDaniel, Kyle Shanahan, a lot more later on from the meetings. Uh, we got everybody down at the Breakers. I hope they got their sunblock on. Portugal up one zip. By the way, Ronaldo assisted on that goal. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This is a whole new jungle. This is The Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. All right, for all back on Coast to Coast, we bring in 
Coach Young now to talk NBA rack. And uh, I'm getting very angry, as you know, uh, Coach, because the flavor of the day is uh, the Joker again. I said yesterday that they would have a, uh, a big game, that they would win, and that he would have a triple-double, and he had all of the above. But what I'm mad about is I wake up today, and all day all I've heard is, is that uh, Joker is going to win the MVP. Uh, hands down, he's going to win it. And I already said earlier uh, on the show, I think it's racist, uh, I, I cannot believe a guy averages 30 points a game for two months, and now he's been passed by a guy that's got his team in fourth in the West against a guy that's playing with a crappy team that's in second in the East, and it scores 30 a night. And I mean, literally, there's no one on the face of the earth now. You saw the straw poll ESPN did that it's uh, Joker running away, that he's got the MVP. And you know how mad I get because I got that big ticket. I'm, I'm livid. Like, I am livid. Listen, that is typical four-letter network clickbait if they're thinking that the Joker should be the MVP. Great season, no disrespect. But what JoJo has done is he, this is before the Harden trade. And you got to remember, Scotty, Harden isn't even playing well and he's carrying the Sixers. So don't give me like, oh, now he's got James Harden. That's why he's playing better. JoJo's been doing this for three months consistently night in, night out with the rest of them jabronis that he's been playing with, including Twinkie Harden. So don't tell me he shouldn't be the MVP of the league. Just give the man his trophy and call it a day. Who votes? I know ESPN isn't voting. I think it's, I think it's, I'm not sure if it's the writers or if it's the coaches, but it doesn't matter who it is. Listen, Helen Keller, Stevie Wonder, and Ray Charles could see that JoJo should be the MVP of the league. It shouldn't matter. Give the man the, the damn award. Do you think that if he is, uh, it's, it's been longer than three months too, by the way, and you know that, it's four and a half, five months he's been doing this. Uh, so... Do you think if he doesn't get that award, uh, I already said it's racist. I already said it. I mean, I don't understand how a guy that's dropping, I get it, he has triple doubles and he passes the ball better. That's great. But, I mean, he does not have Embiid's numbers. And, and across the board, I don't understand it. Other than it's going to end up, if it's the media, it's, it's clear to me that it's, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, uh, literally white boy media guys that are going to screw Embiid for the, for the Joker. That's what I think, and I mean it. Like, you can't explain it to me anymore, Coach, from a basketball standpoint. No, I agree with you. There's a guy named Drew Hanlon. I'm trying to find his tweet. There's a guy named Drew Hanlon who's a skills trainer who is actually Embiid's trainer and talks about, like, the style of play and what happens and what he does. And it's a crazy stat. I wish you could find it. I think it's about 20 to 25% of assists that the Joker gets is on dribble handoffs. So it's not like he's driving the ball and he's kicking it. He's running dribble handoffs, which means if you run under the defense, it's a wide open, open three. So some of uh, Joker's stats, I would say, are empty stats at, at best. If you look at JoJo, if JoJo had to get a triple-double, and they ran the ball through the post and ran all the cutters and do all the things that that Denver does with the Joker, Embiid would have very close to a lot of those stats. So please don't come at me while, while he passes the ball. Plus, does the Joker play any defense whatsoever? I mean, Embiid should be first-team all defense. So between both sides of the ball and what they're asked to do and where they are in the standings, 
you have to say that JoJo's the MVP. It's voted on by the media. It's not the GM. So the straw poll was a bunch of GMs uh, that, that voted him in uh, as the MVP. And then today, uh, I see the odds are they're dead even. They're dead even because he had the triple-double last night. Uh, it makes me sick to my stomach, I got to tell you. All right, uh, let's talk about, you know, uh, last night. Uh, I mean, in the, in the very least, the Grizzlies did it again. They blow out the Warriors. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, it's Memphis and Phoenix in the West. Those are the two best teams. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, to me, it, 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 it doesn't matter what Golden State does at this point because they haven't shown it. And one, they can't, and two, they can't be healthy. Listen, you could argue the third best team in the West is probably Dallas right now, and they're a light years behind Memphis. And then you can go on with Utah and stuff like that. So to me, yes, one and two, clear cut. Now, there's a big delineation to me between Phoenix and Memphis, but then there's a big one between Memphis and then the third best team who I think is Dallas right now. So last night, the Celtics, uh, they did have Smart in the lineup, and they lost in overtime by three to the Raptors, but they didn't have anybody else in that lineup. I couldn't believe they covered that number because I was on the Celtics at the beginning of the day, plus three and a half. Then I found out nobody was playing. It went to eight, and I, I, I said, all right, give me Toronto, and I laid it. And the Celtics covered anyway. They, they did, and, and they, they had chances to, to almost win that game. But if you think about what happened last night, Grant Williams, 13, Daniel Theis gave you a double-double. Marcus Smart with 28-10-4. Uh, Derek White with 15-8-6. That just speaks to the culture and what is going on in Boston. And do we, at this point, shouldn't Ime Odoka get consideration for coach of the year just based on where he's brought that team? That team, I do believe, Scotty, was under 500 not too long ago, and they've made this run. All right, let's go to the uh, Scooby Snacks, the Lions share your NBA plays for tonight. And then, uh, don't let me forget, when we come out, because I'll forget I have early for Alzheimer's, I want to um, talk about those chicks last night. Because I thought that Van Lith girl and then the Beckers girl, those two games were phenomenal basketball games. I was cussing, screaming, yelling, you name it, threatening people. There was no one in the room but my daughter. I was threatening people. And I was, uh, I thought the games were great, but give me your lion's share picks first. Yes, snack time, baby, snack time. First off, we're going Utah Jazz. Yes, I'm taking the frauds. Minus one and a half on the road. I know they're four and 16 and want to get spread the last 21 road games. I get it. Clippers are zero and six in their last six games against the spread versus team with winning straight up record. PG 13 may come back. He's, he's doubtful, he's questionable. I think the Jazz need this game a lot more. Give me the Utah Jazz minus one and a half play number two i'm going twinkie harden over eight and a half assists tonight averaging 10.1 assists per game this season 8.4 the last nine games has hit this prop in 10 out of 15 games since playing with the sixers the bucks give up the six most assists to guards in the nba and their bottom 10 and assists allowed milwaukee give me twinkie over eight and a half assists play number three because of, we talked about him we're going jojo over 30 and a half points Averaging 29.9 this season, 30.9 the last nine, hit a five out of the last eight, missed one by the hook. Has a 42-point game this season versus the Bucks, and you expect Brooke Lopez to check JoJo? I mean, Christ, give me JoJo over 30 and a half points. Play number four, we're going to go to Cade Cunningham over 
one and a half made threes, averaging 1.8 threes made this season, hit six out of the last 11. Both games versus the Nets, he's gone over one and a half, and the Nets give up the fifth most threes per game in the last three games. Their three-point defense has been really poor lately. Next play, Reggie Bullock. You think the Knicks miss him? I know they're winning. They still suck. But Reggie Bullock is playing well. Over five and a half rebounds and assists combined. Four points a season, 7.3 the last six games. Averaging 5.5 versus the Lakers. Hit four in the last six. And Lakers give the most rebounds to small forwards and six most assists to small forwards in the league. And lastly, we're going to go with the, the, the P.J. Tucker Award. Corey Joseph over six and a half points. 8.1 this season, 8.9 in the last nine games. Hitting seven last night, averaging 12 and a half points this season versus the Nets. Give me Corey Joseph over six and a half points. And uh, do you think the Nets covered at 13 and a half against the Pistons in Brooklyn? They can barely get out of their own way. They don't stop anybody. They, don't, they can't stop the Pharrell Ballers in their, in their building. Listen, the Pistons ain't no against the spread the last eight road games. They're 15 and one in the last 16 against the spread Pharrell as an underdog. Nets. 5-23 and 23 against spread the last 28 games as a home favorite. Give me Detroit basketball plus the points. Right. So tell me what you think of uh, that double overtime UConn game and Paige Becker's 27 and that girl uh, Van Lith uh, that plays for Louisville with the double braids. That little white girl can ball flat out. And then after the game, you hear her drop on ESPN. Oh, listen, I, I, I was fortunate enough while I was recruiting to see Paige play and see Van Lift play. They're both sensational. Here's the thing that people talk about with UConn. When they were struggling during the year, you got to remember, folks, they didn't have Paige for a large portion of the year. They got Beckers back. This girl, AZ Fudd, who was the national player of the year two years in a row, including when Paige Beckers and Van Lift were in high school, she won it over both of them. Big addition. Crystal Williams playing well. I hate to say you still got to love UConn to probably cut it all, except they're going to have to run into South Carolina at some point. And them boys, they bad, bro. And Van Lith, dagger player. She don't give a F. She's lefty, crafty. She would be very nice addition to the Pharrell Ballers at the point guard spot. Yeah, no doubt. I had a chick that played uh, Felicia DeCruz. She played pro in, in uh, Ireland, and she played at Fairfield in college. And she took us to the championship game with all of her no-look uh, – I mean, this chick dropped dimes like she was at the bank. And all I know is uh, we lost in the championship uh, with her, but she was a great player. You know I got no problem playing with chicks. Uh, chicks that can ball, I'm all for it. I, I couldn't believe, I got to be honest with you, I I'm just being straight up. I couldn't believe I watched that uh, Michigan game, how many white girls they got on that team. Like, they got, I mean, the whole team's a bunch of whiteies running around. I couldn't believe it. Are there more white chicks playing? I got five seconds in college basketball. <laughs> They're alive. They can hoop. They can definitely shoot. Still can't stop Northwestern. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. So uh, I'm all for like chick hoops, everything at all levels. And then what I did was I got uh, the entire linebacking crew on the Omaha beef now are women. We got inside, outside linebackers, the middle linebacker. She's got a beard. I mean, this chick is, I mean, she shaves twice a day, this girl. And she tackles. I mean, in practice, she humiliates Ty, throws him around like a rag doll. He's all upset about it, having girls on the team. I thought it was great. And the kicker also is a sidewinder. She kicks 60 yarders, barefoot chick and she smokes a pack a day i mean this girl's a she's like a man she's awesome i love that girl i love the omaha beef go beef all right carver high um carver high's over here going how long are we going to talk about girls basketball while i watched both the overtimes of the yukon nc state game last night i thought it was phenomenal beckers was outstanding that one girl on nc state I mean, she hit those two threes in the corner, the one that sent it to the second yeah, overtime. I hit she was best. outstanding. But let me tell you this. Here's the one thing I thought about watching that. It's so hard for these teams to beat UConn every year. It's their 14th straight Final Four. They were the two seed this year, and they still got to play the games in Bridgeport. And poor NC State, who was the one seed, had to go play them in their backyard. That I, makes no sense to me whatsoever. They gave if they, they were two this year. Yeah. They gave oh, them a hell of a game. That was a great game. It certainly was. Uh, let's get back to some more of the NFL. Uh, New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft uh, appeared this morning to talk to the media, Scotty. And while the Patriots have done a lot of winning since Bill Belichick has been the head coach the past three years, they have not won a playoff game. And that upsets Robert Kraft. Here he is. I'm a Patriot fan, big time, first. And more than anything, it, it bothers me that we haven't been able to win a playoff game in the last three years. And I'm happy that um, we had a great, I think we had a great draft last year and it made up for what happened the previous four years or so. And Get the truck, back up the I truck. I look forward to hopefully having a great draft this year. That's the only way you can build your team for long-term and consistently that uh, you have a chance of winning is having a good draft. Look, I mean, uh, you can say whatever you want about him. Uh, he's the owner. He demands excellence when you win that many Super Bowls. I'll tell you what, I don't think they're um, – you know, as grim as he sounds. Uh, I mean, I thought Mac Jones did a hell of a job uh, replacing Tom Brady. And I, he's only going to get better. I mean, uh, the guy, I thought, did everything he could ask of a kid. And, and I think that in time, uh, they will win playoff games with him. I still think they play Patriot football. And I still think 
you know, they're going to battle the Bills for that division. And at the very least, they're going to battle for a wild card. And they keep, you know, letting more and more teams into the uh, playoffs. So uh, I think the uh, Patriots will be there. And I think they will win playoff games. Meanwhile, Patriots head coach Bill Belichick, he was in midseason form yesterday at the coach's breakfast, Scotty, especially when some reporters were jarring him about him not naming official titles of offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. Coaches by committee is what Belichick is going with right now. They pressed him on it, but you can never rattle Bill Belichick. Here he is. Uh, I'm assuming you're not going to name an offensive or defensive coordinator this year. Uh, Why not? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm not big on titles, so we have jobs to do. We'll do the jobs. Does that create any confusion as to, like, accountability and chain of command and things like that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what difference it makes. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. That is just beautiful. I mean, this guy, and I got to say, the older he gets, the better he gets. He's like wine. I mean, this guy, that was brilliant. He's like, the guy's giving him business. He's like, yeah. <laughs> what difference does it make? He just looks at him. What difference does it make? I've been doing this for what, 40 years? Leave me alone. Like, get, get away from me, dude. <laughs> I got to tell you, at some level, you know, I've always, I've always gotten a kick out of it. Since I was 18 years old, I was covering Bob Knight. And uh, I would go to these pressers and watch this guy just decapitate people and eviscerate people in, in these press rooms. And my entire career, uh, over 38 years now, I have seen, uh, and I think it's the same as it was, is that I think the media, uh, when they go in these rooms, flat out, end up looking foolish and ask stupid questions. And I I think it's idiotville. I've never seen so many stupid questions asked in my life, and they're all in the same place, in sports, post-game, press room, interview sessions. It's the absolute worst. And the other thing I hate, as you know, more than anything else on earth, is talking to the losing coach. How pathetic has that become? How do you feel, coach? These guys have been there the whole season. I love what them. Did you... They've always had my back. There's a lot of guys with character you... in that room right there, and they're very upset. I need to go be with them. Thank you. Okay, good luck. Thank you. You... It's the worst. No one cares what the losing coach What would you say to your team, What would you say to your team in there? Just it's now? the worst. It, where do they teach this stuff? In in college? They Up at Syracuse, uh, right? That's where they teach that stuff at their great broadcasting school. Everybody thinks it's so great. Here, let's ask stupid questions after games. I mean, honestly, uh, you know, uh, have some stones. I mean, you know, I used to go into the pirate locker room. I got in fights with Barry Bonds. I called him an asshat right to his face. And they had to tackle me to get me away from him because I was going to hit him with a baseball bat and a skull. I can't stand him. I'll go right at you. I'm not afraid of anybody. Uh, I'll interview Bob Knight. I'll ask him questions. you got to have stones, and the media is just a bunch of fat losers. The Patriots did make one move today. They signed former giant Jabril, Jabril Peppers. One-year deal. Uh, he will be up in New England. He'll be an all-pro now. Uh, usually when guys like that sign with the Patriots, uh, suddenly they turn into all-stars. He's, so that's you know what? Point. He's more name than substance. You know, everybody gets all excited right. when they hear Jabril Peppers. What the F did he do in New York besides nothing? I mean, honestly, like, he sucks as bad as the Giants. Shut up. 
Let's hear now from a guy who is going to become a favorite of ours on Coast to Coast in his first year as a head coach in the NFL, and that is new Miami Dolphins coach Mike McDaniel, or the, the mad scientist, as we like to call him, the mad scientist. First, Scotty, I got two for you from Mike. First, there was some rumors that Miami called Tom Brady and wanted him to be the quarterback for the Dolphins this year. Let's hear Mike shoot that one down. Absolutely. Has anyone Tom Brady? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Tom Brady? The Super Bowl winner? No. Yeah, that, that has not been in conversation um, at all. That I, I think that's what you'd call fake news. You know, I like him already, like Carver High said, but uh, how in the F did that guy get that job? Honestly, he should I, be I a guidance counselor at my son's high school. Well, you're about to see why he got the job, because why do we call him the nerd? He's very big into charts and graphs. So he was asked about Tyreek Hill joining the Dolphins' end. Will that elevate Tua? Does the receivers and the weapons make the quarterback better, or does the quarterback elevate the talent let's hear the charts and graphs explanation from mike mcdaniel i know quarterbacks need players and players need quarterbacks um the exact formula of how you go about doing that um is honestly all right what's the best way we we have player x what's the best player that we can get to complement player x um oh that's player z and then you go to some other consonants um, in terms of the, the best formula, I mean, I, I think it's a formula that's adapting to the people around them. I just, I, I have nothing to say at all after that. Like, I have no idea, like, how, how in God's name did he get that job? I mean, can you imagine the meeting that he had with Stephen Ross? I mean, honestly, like... You know, Stephen Ross is a billionaire real estate mogul in New York City that owns every building in, in New York. And he let that guy become his head coach. I, I honestly, like, I, I don't even know what happened there. I mean, and they say he's a genius, that guy. What he just said came out of his mouth. That's not genius to me. And also, he really, you can't wear the undershirt with that white shirt. I mean, the undershirt showing, you can't, no undershirt well, then. You can't, it's you can't he's look got like that. Come on. You get the baloney slices going. You gotta, you gotta conceal that. Ty knows you can't go to the big press conference and have big baloney slices going on your shirt. So if you wear the nice cotton undershirt, it'll absorb most of your nerve sweat. Your boy uh, McDaniel's has the. Is that his name? He's got the uh, yes, baloney slices going. That's why he's wearing that. No one wears a T-shirt uh, under their polo shirt in Florida when it's 88 degrees outside. Unless you have bologna slices. <laughs> uh, Kyle Shanahan of the 49ers uh, met with the media this morning. He says trading Jimmy Garoppolo has been delayed due to the shoulder surgery that he has. Here he is giving you an update that he hasn't gotten from Garoppolo because he hasn't talked to him and that he is not going to name a starting quarterback anytime soon because he never does. Here is Shanahan. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't do a lot of talking in the off season. I'm just not the most communicating guy. He likes to get away understand? from us a little bit, which like I understand. Um, but everything's good with Jimmy. <laughs> I just, I think everyone knows he got the surgery, which uh, I think made the situation a little bit tougher. Um, anytime someone gets a surgery, especially on their throwing shoulder, it's um, teams are going to be a little more nervous than what they want to offer and things like that. So I think that did put it Can on hold. And, 
uh, we're all right with that. I mean, it's, we went through the free agent period, so we had to make some adjustments to do some things like that, but we got it on the books right now, and uh, we'll keep it that way until something else can improve us. Who, who do you consider right now as being your starting quarterback in 2022? That's a funny question. Um, I don't thought about it at all yet. I'm sitting here at Breakers Hotel, uh, just having breakfast with you guys. We, we haven't done a roster yet. Probably will never announce a starter. I don't think I ever have. Um, ever. <laughs> That's the first guy since Steve on 90210 to wear all of his shirts buttoned all the way to the top. <laughs> what was that? What was that? I mean, Steve was great on 90210. He partied. He was in the keg frat house. Always wore his shirt buttoned to the top, no matter what, even on campus, <laughs> going to school, going to class, going on dates. He drove the Corvette. His dad was filthy rich. His dad partied with frat boys. And he buttoned his shirt all the way to the top. Who does that ever? No one ever. I mean, I mean, no one told him today that he looked like a male organ. I mean, you can't walk out looking like that to go to anything ever. I mean, look at me. I mean, I, I'd show up with a blazer on and my shirt loose, and people would be like, Pharrell, what up, kid? I'd be like, what up? And then you walk in looking like, you know, with the thing all buttoned up, you look like a choir boy. I mean, honestly, you're going to mass. I well, mean, come on. It, like, you're at the breakers in Palm Beach. Like, what are you doing? He's got that Loose thing all up. the way up to his neck. Like, what is going on here, bro? Relax a little bit. Oh, that's typical, Kyle. Another another nerd coach in the NFL. Nerd. Boy, Kyle Shanahan. Nerd. Uh, the Saints signed Andy Dalton. He's a favorite of ours. And Saints coach Dennis Allen says the Taysom Hill will work primarily as a tight end this season. No more quarterback for Taysom Hill. He's going to be a tight end now, Scotty. Well, I bet he must not like Allen because now he's lost all his juice. He was a quarterback. He was a slot receiver. Now they're going to make him eat like, you know, 4,000 calories every two hours, gain 20 pounds, and become a tight end. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, Pharrell back on Coast to Coast. Jerry Jones is uh, claiming extortion, Carver High. Yes, that is correct. Remember a couple of weeks ago we did a story that Jerry Jones – um, of course, there was a woman who says that she is her daughter, uh, his daughter. Uh, he has asked Ooh. the court to dismiss that paternity case, cites alleged extortion attempt by the plaintiff. Uh, so Jerry says that this woman uh, tried to get some money out of him and then uh, went and filed that paternity case. So uh, Jerry may be going to get out of this one, Scotty. Maybe. I just, you know, I'm, I'm just guessing here. This is just, this is just my guess. But, um, my guess is is that Jerry doesn't love you at all. I mean that that, that sounds like uh, it, it's it's in the conversation of this. We don't know the particulars uh, here with this woman, but it sounds like Jerry does not love you at all. Yes, that seems to be uh, where we're at with that one. So uh, good luck to Jerry, who's of course down at the Breakers uh, down there in Florida, as always. Ronaldo up to I did want to let you know this because I think we need to do this as a family bet. I believe that Ronaldo is now up to plus 135 to score a goal with a half an hour left in this game. Started minus 230, now plus 135. Do we want to jump in on Ronaldo here for the last I mean, I do. Years? After I saw the guy miss the uh, you know, forward, he had a chance to give him a breakaway and he missed the kick. He kicked it short, and he had Ronaldo just flying down the middle on a breakaway all by himself, and the guy couldn't get him the ball. I sit that guy's ass down right now. You've got to get him the ball. I think now's the time to do it because in the last 10 or 15 minutes of this game, Macedonia is going to try to bring the house to tie this game, and it's going to open up some uh, potential chances for Ronaldo to break in here and score a goal. So let's punch this in, plus 135 for Ronaldo right now. Okay. All right, I got it. I'm going to do it right now. Uh, and uh, when we come back, Scotty, I have some baseball for you and a lot of NBA in hour number two. Come Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 